Welcome to a new session of Consulting in High Heels. This podcast challenges your mindset and coaches you to create the career you want. My name is Carmen and I'm a professional coach and management consultant. I believe you can have a successful, satisfying career while being an inspiring person others want to be with. Let's take a walk together on this journey. Welcome to this new episode. Today we'll talk about where to grow next in my leadership. In the beginning, we will briefly touch on self-leadership and then we will continue exploring three main areas where you can check yourself if your um, leadership um, can grow further. And those areas are your company, your clients and your people. So let's dive right into the topic. Let's speak a bit about um, self-leadership first, because it's the foundation where everything else will build on. And um, I would like to share a story with you. So um, a few years back, I gave a ride to a trainer um, of the armed forces. And um, he was telling me about his week and about his current cohort and how he would train them. And he was specifically angry on one recruit because he took home some of the training material, in this case, the helmet. And usually all the equip equipment should stay in the training center. And so the trainer wasn't at, uh, happy at all that he would even take stuff back home, but even worse, um, he would forget on Monday morning to bring it back to the training and to the barracks. So he was really angry with this recruit. And then he said and pointed out in the story that he cannot train a person to be the leader of a whole cohort if he's not even able to take care of his own stuff. And I really liked the picture that he was drawing because it's pretty much the same thing when we want to be leaders. Then we first need to have our own stuff together. Speaking of the helmet, which could be our emotions, our level of sleep, whether we are hungry or not, if we have done our sports and all that kind of stuff. But we need to be physically and emotionally ready and in our best condition in order to lead um, others well. And I think this is something that, that you should just take, an uh, it's an underlying um, assumption from everything else that we are now talking about, that you just take care that whenever you enter a leadership situation, that first you have taken care of yourself, otherwise you don't have anything to give to others. So let's assume that you already lead yourself well. So now we speak, how do you get into leadership in business? And I think we can keep it simple and just assume that there are three main areas where you can grow. It's your company, your clients and your people. So what do these three main areas mean? My company or the company stands for all the internal processes. So they need to run smooth in order to support the work with the client and your people well. But they are not value adding in themselves. It's, let's say, the administration that needs to be done. 
Nevertheless, administration is love. So when you take care that you are on time and that you have a good quality and all that kind of stuff, it really adds up and it contributes to the bigger picture. This is why it is an important area um, and you really need to have a time in your life when you're focusing on that. But it's like, let's say it's the first step in your uh, leadership growth. So clients refer to all the client-related work that basically brings the money to your company and the people um, subsums all the people who are working within the company. So that could be your boss or your colleague, but also let's say your team members. So in each of those three areas, they need a portion of your attention. And the question is like, where do you focus on? And I believe there are certain times in your career when you focus on different um, areas because you only have so and so much time in your life. And this is why, because why you have to really think about like, when do I focus on what area and why do I focus on this um, area? So um, let's walk through those areas and uh, think about how does it look like when you put a priority there. So we will speak now about putting company first, then we will speak about putting the client first, and then we'll speak about how does it look like if you put your people first. And I would like to um, highlight um, how this, what happens when you um, as a leader walk through those um, stages, but also what happens if you don't take the leap. So I believe that there is a learning journey and that you will need to move from, from one area to the next. And, and sometimes it's easier to move and sometimes it's harder. And I will also highlight those um, intersections. So let's begin uh, in the beginning of your career it's clearly company first. So you join the company and then you need to get to know your new universe. Um, that means you need to understand the style of talk in that environment. You will need uh, to understand what is your role, what are the important internal processes. So, and whenever you join a new company in your career, you will run through these questions again and again. And I assume it will get quicker over time. Nevertheless, there is a certain amount of time that you need to focus on the company. So the question is, how does this actually look in your daily work? So I believe the first thing in the morning that you would do is like checking your emails and you will spend a lot of time in the intranet and the knowledge base and you will get to know your colleagues and you will spend some time in the coffee kitchen and then you will learn all those tools and you will be a lot in trainings and you have training on the job and you will acquire certificates, but you will also read books. And uh, when I have been in companies for the first time, I can remember that I put even blockers in my calendar just to have enough time for those internal processes and to get acquainted with the environment I'm in, but also to get those certificates and trainings done. Um, and if you have young professionals in your team and you already are a team leader, then just make sure that you have this on your um, agenda that young people will actually need some time to get acquainted with a company, help them put mentors to their side and so that they really feel comfortable um, because as soon as they have, let's say, mastered this area, they are able to move to the next step. So just take a moment to reflect um, in which parts of your current professional life you should put a company first for a moment. That would mean just ask yourself whether you know the universe you are in and if you already know where you are then just check if there are new people around you that might be need your help 
and then check if you are having people um, in your team that are right at this spot and that you can encourage just to get to know their universe and get acquainted where they are. So once you know where you are and what you're basically doing, your focus shifts towards clients. And um, I can recall a sales training that I had in my very first job over 10 years ago with Carsten Maschmeyer, and he's a well-known salesperson in Germany. And he opened um, his keynote with the question, what is the first thing you do on a Monday morning? So, and basically I thought of my last Monday and then I thought, well, I was opening my laptop and checking my emails. And then he continued on the stage and he said, the first thing on a Monday morning is a client call. You need to focus on your clients first. Don't start with your emails. Don't do admin stuff. Focus on what contributes to your success. And that means client first. And to me, it totally made sense. Uh, nevertheless, I really felt a bit embarrassed. I was like, nah, okay, I probably need to change my focus here. Um, but it makes sense to me. If your clients are happy, then I will be happy. And each business is as successful as your clients can trust you and as they want to cooperate with you. And it for sure means that you will need to know your admin processes and you need to have your know-how and service level that all contribute to your success with as well. But the clients really need to be um, at the center of your attention. So how does a client first lifestyle look like? And again, it totally makes sense to check your calendar now. How much time do you spend with clients or with client related work? And in this stage of leadership, most of your time should be allocated towards those tasks. And that could be having a chat with your clients on a regular basis. It could the, be the delivery of good quality work, but also enhancing the customer experience within your company. It totally depends on like who the client is of your department and of your job, but just make sure that you spend most of the time working for the client. And client first is a principle pretty easy to remember and it's a good reminder when you are um, having to prioritize the tasks of your day then you can just put everything that is client related first on the plate and then everything else will follow and you can even train um, your colleagues your team members with this principle like once they have understood um, in which kind of universe they are then they can start contributing to this client first principle. Just take a moment now to reflect, where are you in terms of client first? And if you sense that you are putting your clients first, then just think about your team members and the people around you who needs coaching, um, to whom should you speak explicitly? Um, how can you make it really hands on for them? so that they may, may maybe change their behavior and evolve from putting the company first to putting the client first. Let's go to the third level, putting people first. 
Although the clients are the group of people who pay your salary, your leadership will only evolve when you start shifting your attention away from your clients towards your people. And this is really a new level of leadership when you are enabling others to do their job, but also to be content in life. By investing in your people, they will be better in their jobs. And so they will have more energy. And when they have more energy, they can go into clients' meetings with more joy and bring this spark that makes the difference. So how does it look like if you are living the principle people first? Again, you can check your calendar and just see how much time do you spend with people. So this includes having one-on-one -on -one calls and uh, chats. It also is asking your people how they are and actually listen to them. It would mean that you actually ne remember names and family constellations and that you are generally interested in your people in their lives, but also in their business problems. And I think a good indicator in this area is how people feel after they have spent time with you. So I believe you have done your job well when they are more inspired and equipped to do their job better. I can recall a mentor of mine and after every chat that I had with him on a regular basis, Actually, I wanted to build my own company because he was so inspiring and so full of joy and vision that even just talking to him just made my ideas um, spread like how, what could I do? And although I never built my own uh, business back then, I was still was so inspired when I went back to the work that I needed to do that there was so much ease and joy and let's say this this spark that really makes the difference in how we treat our colleagues and how we treat um, our clients and the atmosphere that we bring in our meetings. And I believe um, this was a good example on how you um, change the atmosphere and the thoughts of people um, that do not, that are not connected to the task at hand, but it has an impact on a different level. So the shift from client first to people first is a real game changer. And it will tell whether you will make it from being a good leader to being a great leader. And it requires two things from you. The first thing is you will need to leave the comfort zone of this mindset client first and this will feel shaky inside because all of a sudden you will change something that you have done over years and that was even successful and the second one is you will step out of what everyone around you is doing and thereby you expose yourself so while everyone around you is still working on client first, you might be the first person that is living the principle people first. And as we have seen and putting it into the calendars, you, your calendar will reflect this different mindset. Depending on the culture you are in, you might even find this different behavior 
and this different setup of your calendar, when we speak about in practical terms, that you will be even criticized by people around you. And if you live in a culture where client is king, it will be very strange to your colleagues and even to your bosses seeing you putting people first. But let's have a look together and one example why this change of mindset is so important if you want to grow your business. I can probably recall hundreds of calls when my bosses displayed their stressful moments and their frustration and tiredness without any possibility, uh, positivity. So they would come into those calls and then they would just tell um, how stressful the work was with the client and how bad the atmosphere was and how stupid everyone is and la 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 la. And I guess you, you know all of those talks. But if this is not your team member, but it's your boss, then you basically don't have a chance to interfere and change the perspective. So you're just sitting there, just listen, and you feel like all your energy is draining. So after those calls that I had with my bosses, I was not inspired at all. So you could even think that the job of that boss was like the most horrible position in the world. And here it comes, it's not worth fighting for to get it. And I think there is uh, it's a hard consequence because as a boss, you might think it's your right to speak about all those stupid people around you and you're so frustrated and la 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 la. But in the consequence is that the potential leaders that are in your team, that they will leave the company because they do not see any benefit in getting to the place where you are. And in those, and when I recall those moments, I'm still wondering on how much easier it could have been for my bosses if they just displayed um, joy and focus and evoke inspiration in a way. Because then they could have taught the next generation um, what needs to be done and they could have stepped up investing in people and the people again investing in the client or in the, into the next people um, generation. And I'm 100% sure this is how your company grows. And this is also how your, let's say, success grows. Usually when you want to invest in people, this success thing is not your inner driver, but it's a result of how you are working. So let's take some time for reflection. What is your current mindset? Do you live client first? Or are you living people first? What does your calendar reflect? And independent where you are on this journey, where would you like to end up? Where would you like to go? And what is it that you want to teach your team members in terms of client first and people first? Now we have seen how your daily leadership can grow when shifting your focus from company to clients to people 
and back to other areas again. So every season of your career will require a certain angle of your attention. And therefore, it really makes sense to evaluate on a regular basis where you are, where do you want to go, and what does your calendar reflect. One truth in all of this remains. The success of every season is underpinned with a healthy self-leadership. Only when you know who you are and what you need as a person and you bring your full self to your company and into your position, this is when you are able to even shift your focus through those areas and enhance your leadership lifestyle. And I believe once you have mastered the self-leadership for yourself, it's part of um, implementing into the next generation within your team because you want to raise the leaders who are very self-aware and healthy themselves in order for them to take on leadership for others. Thanks for listening to this episode. It is great that you are investing in yourself. I believe you can reach your goals. For more inspiration, check my blog consultinginhighheels.com and follow the hashtag managementconsulting. consulting.